so what if instead of Heinz Doofenshmirtz, it was Heinz Boofenshmirtz, and he was danking up the entire tri-state area? Ah, Parody Platypus! I see you have found my chief, my chiefinator. <laughs> I'm going to outsmoke the entire tri-state. I'm going area. to make the entire tri-state area green out. <laughs> Disaster strikes, just gray <laughs> clouds rolling in, everybody's high. Everyone's, like, high. This and is not Disney Channel Scenes approved. of uh, everyone running to, like, McDonald's, or, you know, I mean, you know, they have the munchies, you know, I'm imagining. I can see it in my head. Just jam-packed, and Perry, yeah. Perry's up there with a, with, a, <laughs> with a gas mask and a really large fan. I think it would be funny if Perry was suddenly, instead of wearing the fedora, he now had, like, a... Like a Rasta beanie on, it's also fat, <laughs> and he's just sitting there. I think that'd be really funny, you know, because when the when the smoke gets out there, it changes everyone. I see. It's gotta. There's gotta be fan art out of, out there of like, you know, high Perry and Doofenshmirtz, kind of like the Rick and Morty vibe. Potentially, yeah. I mean, Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Cooking with Dog. I'm your host, Cooking, and I'm Dog. Because he's we don't got have that, to do it. We he's got the dog in him. Oh, yeah. He's got the dog in him. Woof. And we don't exactly have a guest here today, but we are recording we have a live studio audience. We do. My girlfriend is here, being very supportive. <sighs> now we're not gonna get any money on the OnlyFans, dude. We didn't set that up yet. Oh, fuck. We still have the Patreon, so if you go to Patreon.com/slash/CookingWithDog, please donate so that we can quit our regular jobs. I mean, I have one. I don't. I'm unemployed now. Woo! So if you're at home, please clap for unemployment. Also, if you have employment opportunities available, please tweet us, Instagram us, get in contact with us. We're looking for anything at this point. Yeah, if there's any um, like people in the biotech field listening to this podcast, I could totally use a job. First of all, first of all if you're in biotech listening to this podcast, why? Yeah. Uh, second of all, must be please. a slow day. Yeah. Uh, if you have slow days at the office, please send us job listings. We'll we're all right students. Um, we're that's about better it. workers than we are students. I'd oh, a hundred percent, no doubt. I mean, with teachers like these, who needs um, good grades? I. Well, you're not going to get him is more the point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, we, we both have at least a 3.5 GPA, but it's uh, it's not great. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to do better in grad yeah, you're school, supposed but to I do doubt better, it. Like, but, uh, well, I it's mean, tough you know, out there. It's tough out there, especially when your teachers are bad. Um, so we were, we, you know, before the episode started, I was laughing hysterically at an idea that I came up with, which was, um, the idea for, does anyone know what a doily is? Please like, tell us if you know what a doily is. This is being recorded live, by the way, so feel free to tweet at the show. <laughs> but, you know, a doily, it's like a little white lace sort of mat that you place on a table. Mm-hmm. Put candles on top of it and stuff like that. A mm-hmm. doily, right? And uh, <laughs> and so I was wondering, you know, how, I was thinking of how funny it would <laughs> be if you crack it up. if you took that white lace doily and you just like crudely 
cut out the shape of, of panties and then sewed it up so that you could make your own homemade lingerie. <laughs> and I was laughing so oh hard God. at the idea of like the the pattern running in the wrong direction and it just looking so like so bad. So crude. And it would be so funny, dude. <laughs> See, I I, I dislike this idea because this is hilarious, dude. I'm glad that you're finding it funny. I'm I dislike thinking, this you know, idea. like this is like cottage core, like homesteading cottage core lingerie. You know, if I I think cottage core, I I think of people who don't need lingerie. You know, you just kind of. Well, no one needs lingerie. I I, I hey, listen. Know. If you need lingerie, you you don't need lingerie. Okay. Let's put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't understand the point of it anyway. It's like, oh, clothes that I have to take off. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe you just, there's got to be something in there about, you know, getting the mindset right for both parties, perhaps. Why don't we just both be naked? And look, look, <laughs> I, I, I can only, I can only from, speak right? for myself. I can't speak for other people. I do understand where you're coming from. So this is, if you have any uh, knowledge about the scientific implications of lingerie and how it might have helped humanity the over the last evolutionary psychology of lingerie. Yeah, please hit us up. We'd love to have a long chat on, about it. We'll bring you onto the show. Um, I want some Evo Psych dweeb to explain to me how lingerie actually, yeah, has something to do with hunting and gathering. You know, that'd be really funny to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> See, I have so many doilies at my parents' house because I had great aunts who were crafting fiends. Mm. Despite one of them going blind in her old age, she would still crochet and knit and make doilies. So I'm oh trying to gosh. imagine. Now like, I'm seeing it. A crochet lingerie. That would be so. Uh, that would be, dude. <laughs> somebody's it got would to have definitely made be that. quite. I mean, I assume it would. It would must be very rough on the skin, right? I, mean, I bet there's plush yarn. They out make there, like nice yarn that you would. I mean, it's still it's going to be really. My girlfriend's thick not yarn. in because she knows how to crochet. Hi. Can you crochet some lingerie? Don't ask her to do that. For you? Well, I mean, well, just for anyone. I just want. It would be funny to hang up on the wall, you know. Like an art piece. Like an art piece. A piece like, of art. Like a theory. Like, of what could be a concept piece yeah. for fashion. I was just, was I not just talking about how I think I would make a good, like, like fashion designer? Like, what do you call those people? A fashion designer. Uh, is yeah, that actually there the, you go. Is that actually the phrase? That sounds so clunky. Yeah, you ever heard of designer bags or designer shoes? Guess yeah. what? Those are fashion, fashion designers, designers who okay, did that, yeah. Sense. You know, because, like, you know, I mean... <clears throat> I feel like I could first of all these like these high fashion guys mm-hmm. and gals they make the worst clothes. It looks ugly and terrible horrendous, and bad. impractical. But then you got like your normal stuff and it's like, well, wh- like where's the, you know, let's get let's get a creative here. Oh, it's oh, it's red and it's shiny. Wow, that's that's great. What what is the it you're talking about? It what half the things to? they make are red and shiny, the other half are black and shiny. It's like just well, let's let's really I mean, first of all, we need some pockets, okay? I'm thinking about like cargo shorts mixed with like like an evening gown, you know? 
That is my kind of cottagecore lingerie. That That's is what I'm what talking I'm about. I'm for. talking about like I want pockets there you go. galore. Okay, you can have. I mean, you know, women. What are you carrying? Women are not bed? getting Who the cares? pockets. Okay, am I getting it mixed? up? Not an evening gown. What do you call like a ballroom gown? Like what? It, like what they used to have put on during the the uh, what do you call it? The Miss America pageants and whatnot. What do you call that? Yeah, isn't that an evening gown? I'm evening looking gown? to Isabel for help. It's a gown. Okay, a cargo gown is what I'm at. I'm asking for a cargo gown, okay? And okay. Uh, and the pockets, you know, the gown will be real real chic and smooth, but then it'll be offset by these pockets, which are going to be made of the coarsest material we can find. So they really hold that Straight boxy Kevlar. pocket structure, you know? How about that? See, there's another idea. Kevlar evening gown, okay? I'm imagining the me- the next Miss Louisiana advancing to the Miss America, and Miss. everybody else is up there with their nice, or like the gorgeous Miss, gowns. The Miss She's Chicago up there. or something. She's no, gotta, no, gotta have Miss the Kevlar. Louisiana. I'm thinking somebody with like fishing jacket oh, I see. level I see. cargo yeah. capacity on a dressing gown, and somehow she pulls it off and wins the whole thing. Well, see what we're doing here. It's the is first practical gown that's been worn since. The competition's inception. We're, we're, we're fixing a systemic issue here, right? So the majority of women complain about not having pockets of their cl- on their clothes. It's true. So now it would be difficult for me to give the majority of women a few pockets, but I can give one woman a Hell shitload of pockets, <laughs> and that I feel will balance it out. There you go. <laughs> you know, that's – um, I believe this is what they call – Redistributive justice. <laughs> I don't know if it exactly fulfills that. It's term, definitely justice. You're on the right track. Yeah, I'm on the track, the justice track. Toot toot, all I, all, all steam. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm a boat or a train, because I was gonna say all I had full, and that's a boat terminology. But I said toot toot at the beginning, and that's a train, so. Imagine like a, you know, imagine sort of a boat train. Do they have boat trains? Where where would you put it? What if you put a bunch of boats together and then the big the boat in the front was really strong. There's a move the that. rest of them. There's a word for that. It's called a fleet. No, but I mean they're connected like a train. You don't call a train a fleet of trains. It's it's one train cuz they're connected. See? Now I'm trying to my little engineer friend over here. First, it's cottage core lingerie. Now it's boat trains. I'm trying to figure out in what universe. Don't forget cargo gowns. Oh yeah, cargo gowns. I was, I was. That was kind of the intermediary step. I didn't need to go over. But now I'm just trying to imagine what boat trains is. If anybody would like to submit um, drawings of boat trains or train boats, for that matter. We will feature you on our Instagram and Twitter pages. That's true. We will do that. Absolutely. And by we, I mean cooking will take care of it because I manage all yeah. the Instagrams. I, I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't really do social media. That's okay. I don't do either. Which is, I mean, which is crazy considering how well socialized I clearly am. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's your question? The question here Redundancy, from my girlfriend right? is... Uh, so, if if one boat... If you have one big boat and you get a hole in the boat, the whole boat sinks. But if you have a boat train, you get a hole in the boat. Well, that's just one boat in the train. The rest are buoyant enough to keep that boat afloat. 
But now you're just kind of creating unnecessary drag again. It's called a fleet. Yeah, but um, imagine a scenario in which some of the boats don't have engines, sort of like on a train, like the carts or trucks as they call them in Britain. I'm, ima- I'm imagining... We call trucks something different. I mean, no, we call... We use the term truck for something different. He's sticking the microphone in his mouth. I'm not... I uh, know, I'm thinking like old-timey sailboats, like the Nina, the Penta, and Santa Maria. If you tied them all together in a line, right? Yeah. And the Penta gets a hole in the bottom, that's going to cause a lot of extra drag on the line connecting okay, it to that's the true, Nina. And, counterpoint. You know, the problem with the fleet is that, especially like with the Nina and the Penta and the Santa Maria and all that, you know, think about how many fleets were lost... Because uh, because they got separated during a storm, but if we're they're tied together, they all go down together. Always in no, they're always together. You don't think teamwork? That, there's safety in numbers, okay? So say one of the ships starts to sink, everyone crawls across the rope to the next ship, and then they cut it off. Oh yeah, that's good. Easy peasy. Why These are I sailors. Sailors spend like at least like a quarter of their day crawling on ropes. If, like, movies are anything to go by. <laughs> uh, to be fair, what else did they have going on? I mean, you know, you got your grog, um, hard tack. Cribbage. Cribbage. You got a sextant, that little metal doodad you used to look at the sun. Oh, and then oh, you're it's crawling my, it's on my ropes. turn to look at the and sun. And then it's crawling on ropes. Who can crawl on the ropes the fastest? It's the, the rope crawling competition. And poop deck... It's my poop, favorite act- forget afternoon poop activity deck. is poop deck. Amidships? I believe that's what they call the middle of the ship. <laughs> Potentially. I might uh, be wrong about that. Oh, any, any naval experts, please correct us in the comments. Not belly button experts. We mean seafaring types. Are they spelled the same? No. N-A-V-E-L versus N-A-V-A-L. There you go. So, what about like a naval naval, right? Like a belly button on a sailor? Yeah. Okay, that was pretty, what about that was pretty it? easy. I was just wondering if you put these words together, what would happen, you know? I'm a real, I'm an experimenter, dude. I'm putting stuff together. I'm trying to find out, you know, what's going to happen? What's going on there? I'm trying to figure it out. You might have given... My the, naturally curious mind. <laughs> you might have given... One of the most mundane parts of the human body, more significance than it ever really deserves to get outside of the womb. I personally hate belly buttons. And uh, because I feel, I think, uh, my theory is that my vagus nerve runs right behind my belly button. So if anyone or anything accidentally touches my belly button, my entire lower half goes numb for a second. Um, and it is the worst feeling in the world. So I hate, I hate belly buttons. My I girlfriend is now gesturing buttons. that she's threatening to poke yeah, she's dog's threatening, belly button. But she won't. She won't because she knows better. <laughs> because she's Dude. a good woman. Remember, I had this this cousin who had to get like an appendectomy or something. And they yep. did it laparoscopically through her belly button. And then she, she freaking, she had this horrible scar and it was all like black and blue and stuff from where they went in and her belly button. And she 
freaking held her shirt up and chased me around with her gross belly button. That's a cool cousin. It's a yeah. She's a she's like a neuroscientist now, <laughs> nice. which is uh, hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty sick. You know what the belly button of America is? Idaho. No. Mississippi. No, we like both of those states on this podcast. Oh, oh, I was thinking more like anatomically, like if... Oh, like geographically? Yeah, like if Florida is, is one of America's stubby little legs, then it stands reason that Louisiana or Mississippi must be where around where the navel is. That doesn't make a lick of sense. I, America is not... does not have the same sort of body structure as a human. Right. I'm just trying but to... But I know what you're getting at. I feel like the belly button is a little too... It's a little too dignified to call New Jersey the belly button of the United States. Mm. I know another part of the body that we could assign to New Jersey. No, no. The pancreas. Because no. it's useless. And it gets and it should be taken out. Or it should be surgically removed. There we go. That's, but that's or the butthole. <laughs> you say things that hurt me on a, on a spiritual level sometimes, dog. Really? <clears throat> That hurt you on a spiritual level? No. Your spirits need some real, like, need some boot camp. No. This, the boot camp my spirits have been going through has been uh, harassing people on Instagram under the guise of promoting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dog doesn't really get to see any of it because he's not running the Instagram account. Um, I get to hear about it, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, a couple weeks ago, I just looked up, like, New Jersey and started going through Instagram reels. And I'd say, I would just start commenting things on, on you know, people's businesses. Like, wow, this this pizza shop looks so good. It's a shame it's in New Jersey. Or, oh, this house is really cool, but I'm not moving to New Jersey for that price tag. But one of the best ones was there was a video of this main street that looked pretty normal until you found out that it was in New Jersey. And I said... There's no way someplace this nice exists in this state. Obviously, just kind of being a silly goose. And you would not believe the absolute venom that these people who don't understand the <laughs> podcast just spit at you for saying things like that. It's very funny. Well, I mean, there's a lot of places, a lot of localities that are worth defending from online slander but i'm afraid to say that new jersey is not one of them. absolutely not if every every breath you draw while defending new jersey is a wasted breath yeah every calorie you spend a wasted calorie yeah every was... moment that you spend defending new jersey a wasted moment and you'll not get it back i'm afraid i must say yeah, and, and you and and if you're living in New Jersey, that moment is probably one of very few that you have left. Yes. Again, we need to reiterate: you can seek asylum in our small, but but you have to apartment. renounce all allegiance to New Jersey upon leaving it. Yes, that's um, definitely a caveat. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a big caveat. You but know. So, some of the comments that I get in response are just so freaking funny, and and it took and it took about two weeks. For some Guido, <laughs> some uh, some like sixty five year old Italian guy to comment below it. Hey guys, if you look at his profile, he says it's a New Jersey slander podcast. Stop taking it so seriously and get a move on. And I just told him, 
wow, thanks, God bless, and a little Italian flag. And then and then he liked that comment. <laughs> so, of course, I went to his account. And, and it is just so funny. It's This guy posts, like, LeBron hate videos. <laughs> <laughs> and Democrat memes. <laughs> It is. It's just like a bizarre mishmash of like just just hate for like. She, there's a picture of uh, what's her face, Marjorie Taylor Greene, holding up a sign, but the words have been replaced, and it just says, "The rocks in my driveway are smarter than me," which that's a pretty funny. Picture. That is actually that's quite inventive, I must say. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, Michael Jackson is the uh, no, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan is the goat. LeBron needs to. Uh, <laughs> So it was nice to get that response from that guy. Um, if he's listening, you know who you are. Uh, you're a good guy. God bless for real. Yeah, decent guy for real. Uh, yeah, and then the, there was another dude who just said that we couldn't afford New Jersey. So it, it, it's interesting that his only point of contention was that the cost broke. of living is too high in New Jersey. It is. Um, now, I contend instead that New Jersey could not afford me. Hell no. Even if New Jersey offered me, say, 20% of its gross annual GDP. What, so you're getting about four bucks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't, I still wouldn't move there. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it would, you... New you Jersey is enough. a failed state. Can, can we just, can we just all agree on that new jersey is a fail i mean like you know north korea is doing comparatively well compared to new jersey yeah for example south north- sudan is pretty much like a great place to live compared to new jersey exactly north korea has nuclear weapons new jersey no nuclear I, weapons i can't exactly say coincidence I think not pope francis has been to south sudan recently new jersey nope no. Pope wouldn't set foot in New Jersey. Exactly. South Sudan is an active war zone. <laughs> <laughs> and Pope Francis would not be bothered to go to New Jersey. That speaks volumes about that state. Let's see. What other religious leaders have not been to New Jersey? I don't know. Is there a head imam? Well, they it's complicated. They... There's a cup. I mean, it's complicated. I know there's the whole there, Sunni Shia division. There isn't is like there a, a single like caliph, but I, I, I mean, I guess um, the Ayatollah has never been in New Jersey, <laughs> though I don't think he's ever been outside of Iran. So has the Dalai Lama made an appearance in the Western Hemisphere recently? Ah, uh, not since that whole thing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I've, I've heard he's kind of been on the down low. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's on the down low. He's hey, shut down- up. <laughs> he's a down low, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come across the room and smack you on the head with a snowball. <laughs> it's going to sound great. <laughs> I mean, what other religious leaders? I, I Those are the big religions, I think, is Christianity, Islam, and uh, when they wear the robes, those orange robes. I think yeah. that's called Buddhism. Yeah. <laughs> the Hindu guys kind of keep to themselves. I don't the think Sikh they have like, kind of keep to themselves. I assume there might be some Hindus living in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, I know And they... Oh, we do, don't we? Yeah. And uh, to them, I say, you should get out of there. Yes, of course. Um, who else? What other religions are there? The Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, I don't even know. May potentially have some residents in New Jersey? I'm not sure. It's not like they would know. Their heads are so far up their own asses that 
they what, think. What about um, Scientology? Are there any? I mean, does there is there a Scientology? There's bound to be base in New Jersey. Uh, they, well, that's 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 great because that means the bad religions are in New Jersey. Yeah, the the not so good ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fake ones, the ones we know are fake. Um. Anyway, Pope Francis has not been to New Jersey recently. Who's uh, the head honcho of Mormonism? I don't think. The, I think it's like a council. Of of dudes. We need and to dudettes. find out. Have any of the councils of, the elders of Mormon. Been like, elders, yeah. Been like, uh, been to New Jersey. Why I, they bother? I, I, I bet think... they probably don't leave Utah. And in my opinion, my personal professional opinion, that goes further to prove that New Jersey is an unholy place it is. that no religion dares set foot in. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no point to them really leaving Utah I mean, in search well, of New Jersey. There's not much of a following outside of there. Utah is the promised land, I believe, in their religion. Well, yeah, they still actively do missions and they recruit outside of Utah. Like, I know Missouri's kind of a big deal for them and I remember seeing a uh, a Mormon temple. This is now a Mormon podcast. This is not. This is a very much an anti-Mormon podcast. This is a Mormon neutral podcast. Maybe half of it is. This, this is, is this a, is a this center is a... anti-Mormon podcast. <laughs> this this is we do not like Mormons, but we're you know we're we have to be hey, kind to them on, because we're Catholic. Come on, off the Mormons, okay? No, the theological issues aside, they're 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 very nice people. They smile, they come to your door, they wear their little thingies when they come to your door. Those are called ties, Mr. Hawaiian shirt. I have never worn anything aside from a Hawaiian shirt in my entire life. That's true. He came out the womb wearing one. Actually, I believe, I don't know if it was the Mormons or if it was like the, uh, what do you call them? The, oh, Jehovah's Witnesses? Jehovah's Witnesses. Might have came, came, I don't know. It was one of those two. One of the one of the annoying religions. It came to my, my door and my father, uh, told them that he was a that he he kept the old Norse gods and they immediately did an about face and left nice that's how you get rid of them <laughs> your dad's a good guy though oh yeah for real I know he doesn't really mean that <laughs> he uh, it's hard really it's really hard to tell <laughs> I don't think my father has ever performed a, a sacrifice to uh, Odin but I, I don't have any evidence against it <laughs> Does he still want that Viking burial? I know you have that little pond in your backyard. I don't know if it's deep enough We're not, for him. I'm not setting him on fire in a boat in that pond. I mean that... Oh, let me turn that volume down. That pond is just, you know, it's not big enough for a boat. Not fit for human burial. Not fit for human burial. Besides, and, he know, deserves way better than that. The whole idea of a Viking burial is, uh, I mean... Like you have to have a large body of water, otherwise, it's possible that some burnt parts of your family member may wash up on shore. And I feel as though that's almost guaranteed with a pond that is the size of my room. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to double check because, uh, you know, back back when I was living with you guys during COVID, you guys kind of. He brought that up a surprising amount. He has a running joke about how he wants to have a Viking funeral, and we may actually do it for him. Uh, I think it'd be fun. It, it would. I put some thought fun. into how exactly I would do it. Let's yeah. put it that way. But think about our our problem. 
of uh, you know not scattering ashes as a his burial place will be a lake granted it's a very large tomb but it is a tomb nonetheless I don't know we might have to consult a priest about that one but I feel like that might be a legitimate case I know just the guy Oh, anyhow. You think we're allowed to say his name on the podcast? No, we shouldn't do that, but we might have him on one day. Yeah, totally. (laughs) He actually came out with a new book. Of course he did, man. It's always writing books. Yeah, I helped helped, uh, edit that one. He's a good guy. Um, Are you on your phone? No. You were talking. I mean, I'm on my phone a little bit, but you were talking, so I... Are you taking pictures of your feet? No, it was a picture of the podcast we're recording, you dweeb. Oh, okay. You dimwit. Hey, watch your mouth. I'm your buddy. Your wits are dim. (laughs) How dare you. So we covered those two major topics. What else did we have on the agenda for tonight? That's a good question. I don't think we really had anything coming, coming out after that. Um, do we? I don't know that we want to do all that. The mathematics right now. Yeah, I, we don't have to. It's just a good bit that you know I've, I it's have. It's a good out. bit, but I, I feel like we should like you know. Um, we should have a whole theme. You know. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a good topic for another time. So, uh, I guess here's an idea. Since we're still new to this, if you have anything you want us to make fun of. Or explore, teach you about, learn you about good. As always, feel free to message us. Excuse me, message us on Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Um, yeah, those are the only socials we have. Yeah, any of the other ones or whichever we have. Shoot I, us I a message and we'll talk again, about it. Because I don't, I don't actually. Uh, I don't look at it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But of course, I'm going to s- consult you. Well, as I mean, the co-host. I, I am the co-host. And and the, the comedic powerhouse. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the uh, I mean, hey, I laugh at my jokes, so... They are funny. <laughs> That's why I opted to do this with you. Sort of like a, a comedic... Um, what were we saying? Comedic Chris Kyle? No, that's me. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's you. He's, 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 he's telling jokes off of a building in New Orleans during the Hurricane Katrina. You, you've you never... I read his book. I read Chris Kyle's was book. Was he American sniper? He was the American sniper, yeah. And he claims that he was deployed to New Orleans to snipe looters during Hurricane Katrina. That sounds very illegal. I don't think... No. Yeah, that's... So, first of all... Um, the army is not allowed to operate within the U.S. borders without a domestic agency attached. Uh-huh. Uh, what the domestic agency was FEMA. Okay. So, I mean, I suppose it's possible, but I also feel like there... I don't feel like as though Chris Kyle's sniping abilities would be very useful when you could just have police go down there and say, Hey, guys, can you please put that television back? It's waterlogged anyway. It is waterlogged anyway. I mean, you know, if, if looters are taking your stuff and you snipe the looters, now your stuff is on the ground, potentially a little bit bloody, certainly had a at least a three-foot fall. It's probably broken. 
Unless it's unless you got some good stuff. I don't know what kind of stuff they're looting. Oh no, they're stealing my freaking weight. My wardrobe. My they're <laughs> they're stealing my shiffer robe. <laughs> and no damn the looters are stealing my, my damn robe. <laughs> damn shiffer robe's gone. My damn shiffer robe's gone. Get out my Whitworth. I'm gonna plink them. Yeah, if you're if you're sniping kids <laughs> over furniture, I don't think you're that good of a guy. I think that he made that up, and that also calls into question everything that he said because it's so such a ridiculous lie. But who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe I am an idiot, and the seals were actually deployed. <laughs> You are an idiot. New Orleans. You are an idiot. Seals deployment notwithstanding. <laughs> I mean, the seals, they're 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 specifically supposed to be a, an amphibious sort of force, right? So it would make sense to send them to a waterlogged city like New Orleans. Yes. They're always going around in their little boats, swimming, um and doing all sorts of stuff like that. You know, the seals have really uh they were really repurposed in a weird sort of way during the war on terror because, you know, they ended up being door kickers. The SEALs are supposed to be guys who are, like, who swim to shore from a ship, do some secret stuff, and then swim back to the ship, basically. They're not supposed to be, like, doing SWAT team stuff at Osama bin Laden's house. Like, it's not, that's not what they're trained for. Like, imagine spending, like, four years basically swimming, <laughs> and then they send you to the to desert. The desert. <laughs> Into buildings, <laughs> into the buildings in the desert. I think that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty great. I'm I, sorry. What was, I was going on a little bit of seal lore there. I'm sorry. I'm gonna calm okay. down. I have. A, I have a question though. What the hell was up with the mid 2000 teens where you had American Sniper and Lone Survivor and Zero Dark Thirty, and you know that sort of that sort of super oorah military vibe just happen after I guess it was not it was, after it was a, it was a during little, a war that we were losing <laughs> it was a little bit after Osama bin Laden died that or I'm sorry was killed that uh that you know all that stuff really exploded but what was up it all just kind of seemed to come in one huge wave well there was sort of like a, a pushback to um uh, it's hard, you know. There's always this force where where it's like you know you have the anti-military film on one hand, and then you have, but then that always gets back. That always gets attacked by a pro-military film, right? And so you have this sort of push and pull. But the reason that the seals were such common subjects for these films is because they had been, again, like I just said, they had been. They were an elite fighting force, who is meant to do marine stuff. And they got sent to the middle of the desert, and they were doing desert stuff, which is very interesting. Operation Desert Stuff. Operation <laughs> Desert Stuff. <laughs> my dad. Okay, so the listeners don't know this, but my dad was in Desert Storm, right? Uh, you mean Operation Desert Stuff? No, he was in Desert Storm. Oh, okay. uh, desert Stuff was <clears throat> before that. Yes. They did Operation Desert Stuff, and then they did Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad was in Desert Storm, and he doesn't talk about it or anything. But uh, I really took a gamble when we were at an antique mall not that long ago. <laughs> I saw I saw a collection of um of you know those Desert Storm trading cards mm. that nobody cared about until recently with the oh. Pokemon and baseball card 
explosion. And he knows I collect trading cards. So I was like, yo, dad, if we buy a few of those packs, you think we could get a Saddam Hussein rookie card? <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was going to laugh or murder me in the instant, uh, but I figured it would be did worth he, it. Did he laugh? He laughed. He <laughs> thought it was really funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. He thought that was real good. Now I don't. I'm not, I didn't come up with that joke. There's somebody on the internet that made that joke beforehand, but he's not deep enough in internet lore to have seen it himself. So I figured I'd bring a little light to his day. That's you know your real illuminator. You know, bringing light to people's days. I hate that band. Is that a band? Illuminator. Lumineers. Oh, Lumineers. I, I I also hate that band. Yeah. Wait, you hate the Lumineers? Now? No, I like the Lumineers. I'm I, being silly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Ophelia. And a stop, clap, hey, and a stop, clap, hey. I found these clothes inside an old barn. It's, and my girlfriend yeah. left me because I was a jerk. It's sort of like... Now I'm going to stomp um, around at night and or cry. Who are those guys? Um, <laughs> Mumford and Sons. It's like <laughs> Mumford and Sons, but... I mean... What do you okay? So it's say like you, lighthearted Mumford and Sons. Yeah, you have your Mumford and Sons. What do you add to that to get the Lumineers? SSRIs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that the Mumford and Sons were. I mean, potentially they might have been clinically depressed. I don't know. Oh, they like they just such that they could benefit from selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Yeah, they just they just name body parts and then kind of go ah. ah, ah. <laughs> Legs In my heart In in my hand I lose my spine My liver In my Pituitary gland No that's Don't spoil that That's coming out in the next album And then you got a bunch of You know a bunch of fiddle music Is it fiddles? Something like that I don't know I haven't listened to Mumford and Sons in ages Yeah My mother was big in Banjo Banjo Banjo. My shorty says banjo Yeah banjo No I mean My mom Liked them during like The first I guess the first album We listened to that a lot In the car Uh, I remember that I don't think I'm familiar with any of their work Since then but, you know, the one where it's like, well, it was not your fault. I don't know why I'm that singing was it like good. that. That was, that was a good rendition. No, no. That's like, uh, I'm like, what do you even call that? When you sing like that, you know, like that. You remember the guys who were doing that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Now we, watch me whip. Now, now watch, watch me nay nay. Now watch me whip. Now, now watch me nay nay. What do you call singing like that? Like. I want, I want to call that, like, emo gesture core. Emo gesture core? I was thinking, like, we're... dude bro singing, but I guess it's not really. No, dude bro singing is, like, Morgan Wallen and, like... Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Jordan emo Belfort. Emo gesture core. Yeah, where you're, like, singing Jordan emo Belfort as a joke. is such a good song. Jordan Belfort rocks. It's it's actually a really bad song. Horrendous. But it's... It, I mean, it just goes so hard. I'm sorry. I'm, I once made... Six, count them, $600. I'm actually holding up four fingers, which makes no sense. $600 on the stock market during the COVID collapse. And we and I, we listened to Jordan, Bell, Bird, whoa, whoa, yeah. <laughs> we, we listened to that a lot after that while I was basking in my riches. <laughs> yeah, $600 really $600 like, is life. a lot when you're broke. <laughs> yeah. 
That was that changed your life. I remember you buying AirPods. I did. I bought AirPods. And and your uh, your like best outfit for my a couple years. Best. From... Hey, I still have that outfit. Hey, it's still hey. my best outfit. I just don't wear it. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I mean, this one's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh the best outfit, like the one I'm currently wearing, is shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, but it's it's a white Hawaiian shirt with like pastel mint shorts, kind of pastel yeah. kind of flowers it's really oh crisp. yeah 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 it's it goes i mean it's just it's the kind of outfit you would wear to a, a coke deal on a yacht unfortunately i have not had the pleasure right neither of yachts nor coke deals i assume you mean coca-cola no you're going out there to get that i because i hear in mexico they have the coke a cola that has the sugar cane it's real cane sugar in there. Yeah. And, okay. And no, no sorbitol. So I can imagine going out into the Gulf of Mexico and like buying some of that good sugar cane Coca Cola from some some fellows from Mexico. I think you're allowed to call them Mexicans. I don't I, think that's a slur if you're talking I, about people from Mexico. I know, but I just I feel I always feel bad saying Mexicans because it just. Maybe it's because of the media that we've been exposed to, but it just sounds like Mexicans itself is kind of a slur. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, you don't, I mean, it's sort of like saying Jews, you know, as opposed to like Jewish people. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You know, I think I know what you, you know, mean. It's like Jewish people are doing something, but then I say Jews are doing something. And it's like, oh, he, he's on that. He he doesn't like he's them, a does he? <laughs> He must not like those Jews. See, okay, going back to Jordan Belfort, though, that song reminds me of all the parties that I never got to attend. Yeah, yeah, for real. It, it kind of... We threw a singular party. One party. One party. And it was a decent party. Great party. Great party. At college. One of our friends got so plastered that we had to... Well, actually, you had to walk him home. I did. I did walk he him was, back he to his could dorm. Not, he did he, we, I didn't see him for three days after that. Yeah, he was in poor form. I thought he was but dead. We, we made sure that he was good. He drank like an entire thing of... Well, he didn't drink an entire thing of Jaeger, but he drank like what was left of our Jaeger, and that was a lot. It was enough. We don't like Jaeger. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those beverages you have one bad experience with, then you get one whiff, and... Oh, mm. Just smelling Jaeger. Like sometimes, just about sometimes Jaeger. I'll even walk past a red cedar... Which, which here's the science part of the podcast. Red cedars are actually more closely related to junipers than they are cedars. They're they're misclassified. It's very common in the plant world. Yeah. So, and so when you like crush up the berries or the leaves, you'll smell that junipery gin smell. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I'll walk past a red cedar and I'll just want to puke because I'm like, it's you that it's that with gin that. smell. Yeah. Oh yeah, you had bad experiences with gin. Yeah, I, so. I like. I mean, I've had bad experiences with gin, but I also really like gin, so it's never been a bad enough experience to make me give up gin. Well, see, I only had one. For this, for everybody listening at home, here's the story. So, <laughs> I thought it would be a great idea to play chemist one night in college, and so I was like, "Oh, we don't have any mixer or anything. Let's let's put some gin in a cup, and then some half frozen ice pops in a cup." Oh, well, what we had been doing is that I believe neither of us liked the grape ice pops. No, and so we had a bunch of them sitting in there. Yeah, and then you put them all into a cup. Yes, and you added gin to it. 
but then you found that it was too ginny. So you put more grape popsicles into it. And then it wasn't ginny enough. And it wasn't ginny enough. And then he, he kept going back and forth until he was shaking on the floor. <laughs> it was a mistake. And it's the last time I made that mistake. <laughs> now, and like years later, it still haunts me. And uh, not fun. Don't do it, kids. Don't, if you're, if yeah, you're listening, don't give yourself do not, alcohol poisoning. Kids. Yeah, don't play chemist after a couple. I years. mean, it wasn't that bad. It was, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> I just, re- I just remember my stomach hurting a lot, and never, and and now even the smell is is a little rough. I've never really blacked out. That's good. I just I stay awake until I want to go to sleep, and then I go to sleep, and then I wake up with a hangover, but I don't black out. That's good. Yeah. And Jordan Belfort is a song that reminds us of all the times where we could have done all that. But since we're good guys, we don't. What are you looking at? For Sorry. those for those of you playing along at home, Dog is digging in his ear for earwax and no. checking the elasticity of no, it. No, I am not doing that. It's it's like it's not I'm not digging in my ear. It's on the lobe, dude. It's on the little doodad right there. You got gloop on your lobe? Potentially. Where's this gloop coming from, huh? Can you pause it while I wash my hands? <laughs> yeah, hold on just a second. And we're back okay, after I don't Dog know what, had to wash his hand. was on my ear. Mystery but, uh, fluid. Well, it's gone now, for sure. Praise God. Praise God. We can't be having mystery fluid on the mics. Nah, or on the ears, neither. I need those to hear with. To hear the sultry, dulcet tones of cooking's voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sultry, all right. Dulcet, too. Yeah, for sure. What does dulcet even mean? I don't know. I just hear it used to... Uh, I've only ever heard one person use it, and he was kind of a jerk, so I, I never bothered to look it up. I thought it was just one of those made-up hipster words. I don't know what it means. I just know that it has something to do with tones. Great. I usually use it in the phrase dulcet tones. Have you used it in any other case? I can't remember. I use it pretty often, yeah. Well, not often, but I use it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that up to you. To so any English majors out there want to hit us with the definition of dulcet? You look it up. I'm. I. You. You're the one that's been on his phone a couple times during this episode. I'm not on my phone anymore, so I can't. Yeah, your phone's on you though. We're trying to find out now what the definition of the word dulcet is. Oh, yes. My shorty's got the... Sweet to taste, pleasing to Sweet the to ear. taste, pleasing to the ear. Generally what else? Pleasing. And generally pleasant or agreeable. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I was using it correctly. It just means good, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the country of origin on that one? I I can't even think of like what Luxembourg. A, it may as well be. I can't think of a uh, a region that might Eritrea. I don't trust them to form words. Eritrea? They can barely form a country. Yeah. I don't even know where Eritrea is. It's like, it's on the Horn of Africa next is to Djibouti. One of those South African enclaves. No, East African. Oh. Yeah, it's it's I would they they're like what the New the Jersey ones, of Africa. What actually. are the little guys who are sat there in the middle of South Africa that I'm thinking of? Lesotho. Lesotho. Or some people pronounce it Lesotho. 
Lesotho, and Swaziland, right? Well, actually, Eswatini or Swaziland is uh, smashed between uh, South Africa and Zimbabwe. How are those, how are they doing in there? Probably good. Because I hear that, I don't know which one of it it is, but I hear that, like, a pilot, like, defected to South Africa or potentially a different country out of that country and one of those little enclaves and and it was like a like a big thing because no one had heard from inside that country in like years mm-hmm. I don't know which it is though I don't know if it's Lesotho Lesotho or Swaziland What's the full name of Swaziland? It's either Swaziland or Eswatini depending Eswatini. upon who you want to talk to okay but yeah swaziland's the old name eswatini is the more i guess up-to-date politically correct uh, kind of like you're not supposed to call it turkey it's supposed to be y- turkai now yeah or um kiev is no kiev the czech republic you're sp- supposed to call it chechia oh chechia yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i got gotcha. you it's one of those sorts of situations or how you're we're supposed to call new jersey the butthole of america yeah well I wouldn't go that far. That's giving that's the, actually, but, that's giving the butthole too much credit. That's actually, there's been a binding UN resolution declaring that New Jersey is the butthole of America. So in well, terms of, of the political of correctness, we're pretty much, uh, we're, got, we, we're totally correct and very political. Yes, 100%. When it comes to calling New Jersey America's butthole. Yeah. Um, no, I see, here's the thing about not hearing from those nations. They have pretty updated and modern flags so i can't imagine that absolutely nothing goes on there granted i don't know a bunch about them we should get they, into that we should have a whole episode on lesotho i will absolutely do and that. swaziland where's yeah. zanzibar at zanzibar is off the coast of tanzania it's actually like a little archipelago type deal i Where's Tanzania? <laughs> it's on west africa I'm it's very bad it's below somalia geography. I knew that. Yeah, but it's over there. Dude, Zanzibar is such a hard name for a country, dude. It's not a country. What? Yeah, Zanzibar's not a country. Are you joking with me right now? No. See, see, this is such this is such an educational podcast. What is Zanzibar? Dog is learning stuff live. Is oh, so it's more like a like a region. Yeah, it's it's. I'm pretty sure it's an island archipelago off the coast of Tanzania. Then, it's under Tanzanian control. Okay. Lots of rare animals. Is it Tanzanian or Tanzaninian? Tanzanian. I I snuck an extra syllable in there. Mm, okay. Was, my apologies. Those, my apologies to the entire nation of Tanzania, who yeah, I respect for all and of like. our all of our loyal Tanzanian viewers. We're sorry. Uh, that, that he added an extra syllable. Yeah, please don't hold it against me. Okay, so Zanzibar, not a country. No. Actually, a place. Yes. Really cool name is what I'm getting. I love the name Zanzibar. Correct. That goes so hard, dude. Yeah. Zanzibar. I could say it a thousand times. I'm not going to. Yeah, that would, that would be an episode in its of itself. What's your name? Is wants me to say it a thousand My times? My shorty. <laughs> Well, I no. mean, I can maybe get to 10 Zanzibars, but there's no need for that right now. There's not. That's correct. <laughs> okay, so next episode, I guess tune in next time for, for uh, African S- Geography, African Eswatini, geography. and Lesotho bla- Breakdown. We'll, we'll basically give you the rundown on Wikipedia and maybe some other stuff. We could 
do a whole thing. That would actually be really fun, I think. And what, the geography could, corner? Well, I mean, we could do like a whole special episode on African geography, and then we could incorporate all sorts of jokes in there. It'd sort of be like a like a whole big thing, you know? What Algeria, if Zanzibar, I hardly know her. it was... Uh, um, yeah, I'll come up with something. What if instead of Zanzibar, it was what? I don't know. I, 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 I can't think of anything, actually, <laughs> that rhymes with Zanzibar, or that sounds like Zanzibar. You know, it occurs to me that the, I mean, what does Zanzibar look like? Because that, Zanzibar sounds like it could be like a, like a bastardized form of, of like the phrase sandbar, and you're saying it's like an archipelago. That just sounds to me like, like they called it, like someone called it sandbar, or maybe like it's... Zanzibar is how you say sandbar in French or something? Uh, it's... I don't think it is. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? It sounds a lot like the term sandbar. It's it's a little bit more yeah, than that. This is now We're a Zanzibar. A hey, that looks pretty sandy, dude. That looks sandy AF, dog. Look at that. That's a sandbar. Yeah, yeah it's it's an island and then some other islands. It's not a sandbar, It's a sandbar. Though. It's way more than a sandbar. It's Look a how big, tall some of these things are. It's a big sandbar, but a sandbar nonetheless. I mean, Florida's a sandbar. No. Well, Florida's a gigantoid sandbar. So it's a little big. bit more than a little that. swamp in the middle. Zanzibar isn't big enough for a swamp, but it is. Wow, Zanzibar Gorgeous. is... Zanzibar looks awesome. Next episode will be live from Zanzibar. Yeah, totally. Here's a picture of Jeremy Clarkson photoshopped on top of Zanzibar. Indeed. Tonight on Bottom Gear, mates. Oh, tonight on in Zanzibar. Um. Hammond, you sorting tic-tac. Where's the Lambo Chevy? <laughs> okay, the Zanzibar flag is... Interesting to say. Very the interesting. They just took the Tanzanian flag. There it is again. The Tanzanian flag threw it up in the Canton, and then you know through blue bar, black bar, green bar. It's it's all right. It it's a little. I feel like the part in the. I mean, I know this is a you know. I'm sure this is coming across to our listeners since this is a podcasting is a very visual medium, and we're talking yeah, totally. about visual things. But yeah, the the flag of Zanzibar. Uh, I f- feel as though the Tanzan Tanzanian flag should have a black border around it to separate it out because it just looks like that bar goes nowhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that blue blends in with the it blue. It does. You can look up the Zanzibar flag. Do and it. Follow home. along at home. That's your homework. While we discuss what the Zanzibar flag looks like. Cool. It used to be a sultanate uh, before it was a revolution. I kind of like this flag. They were all up in that. The, uh, the, the Arabs were very heavily influencing people on that side of the African, uh, continent. All right. So next episode, (laughs) we actually have an agenda. We have instead of, instead of mishmashing, you know, pirate funerals and, uh, I'm sorry, pagan funerals, pirate funeral. What would that be? (laughs) I'm not. I'm Put not gonna. Chest. I'm not gonna intrigue Davy Jones locker. I've always imagined he's got like a locker down there, you know, like like you had in middle school. Yeah, he got shoved in there a lot because he's half octopus. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, dude, they totally shoved. Yeah, him in get that out locker. of that calamari, boy. <laughs> and then once he hit puberty and all his you know his tentacles started growing, he reached through the locker and undid the combination himself. You know, I feel as though in the movie he had way more arms than an octopus does on his octopus head. I, I haven't seen those I movies. I feel like so there were more than eight. There might have been. 
No, we'll, all right. Tune in next week tune for next where we, we talk about the anatomy of Davy Jones and also, and also African Africa. geography. Uh, and not cottagecore lingerie. As always, feel free to follow us on Twitter at CWD underscore podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram at Cooking with Dog Podcast, uh, and check us out on Patreon if you want to support the project and hear future episodes um, at patreon.com slash cooking with dog podcast. Anything else you want to say? Uh, boycott New Jersey. Yeah, boycott New Jersey. Stay strong out there, kids. <laughs>